Hey, what's up, folks? Just wanted to record this um, podcast. Actually, I'm doing this from my laptop because I hadn't done it from my laptop ever. This is my first time doing this. And I had three recent podcasts that, for whatever reason, when I was recording it on my phone, it didn't record the content. And I was really, I felt really good about those podcasts. So that kind of sucks. Nevertheless, this particular podcast, just to get right into it, is a um, to make up for one of the ones that got, or the audio didn't get recorded, and that was uh, Mr. Irrelevant. So when it comes to this whole social media conversation of people giving you likes and giving you feedback on the different things, like even, you know, just now I was looking at how to add messages to my anchor podcast so people can actually leave me messages, you know, to say what they liked, what they didn't like, whatever. And uh, so I got to play around with that a little bit and figure out how to add that onto my podcast. But, um, you know, I basically am non-existent in the social media space. If you look at it just based on analytics, when it comes to people that listen to this podcast and or um, you know, like what I post on Facebook or comment on what I post on Facebook. Um, and I'm on there actually more than I am on Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter. Probably you could even say like combined. I mean, I'm on YouTube from a different point of view. I have my YouTube channel, Mandingo, just like the name of this one. So you can check me out on YouTube, but, uh, I haven't recorded a YouTube video in quite some time. And when you're talking about social media, the thing that really makes the difference is being consistent with your content and posting on a regular basis. And I have not done that because it's it's a lot. It's it's damn near like another full-time job to post stuff on social media to where people know that, okay, Dean's going to post on Tuesday by 5 p.m., Every week, whether it's an Instagram Live or a YouTube, new YouTube video or new podcast or Facebook Live or Facebook post. So I know to tune in to him on that day and that time. Or maybe it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday that he posts something by 5 p.m. Or maybe Monday as well. Maybe five days a week he does that. And that actually helps people to track you and to really keep up with what you're sharing and the different things that you are, you know, promoting or talking about. And I haven't been consistent with that largely because, excuse me, I've resisted being consistent. And that's shown up in pretty much every area of my life. I mean, hell, I have issues of going to sleep at the same time every night. And that's not good because your body needs sleep. Your, Our brain needs to rest. It needs time to rejuvenate and you know, have those neural pathways reconnect, you know, so that we can wake up and be fully alert and, you know, powerfully ready to get our day started. And uh, so Mr. Irrelevant in this context plays out in such a way where I really don't get much traction, you know, for the things that I post. And I'm on here to really promote myself like anybody. And we're just being real about it. I'm on here to make a difference with the content that I share, stimulate thought, and ideally, you know, get uh, following to a point where I have passive income that I generate from any and all of these social media outlets that I can use to 
continue to put into my life insurance policy or make investments with or to get free from uh, a nine to five job. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the thing is, you got to be consistent. And when you're not consistent, when you're kind of all over the place, and I've been all over the place for years now, it doesn't work. So it's nobody's fault but my own. You know, I mean, it's sort of like I, I shared this in uh, in the one podcast with the same title that the audio didn't get recorded about how an NFL National Football League. At one time when I was growing up, I think I was still living back in Detroit. They used to have twelve rounds to the NFL draft where they pick pit players from the collegiate ranks and give them the opportunity to become professional football players. And now I think it's down to seven rounds or something. But the main point is, I remember them having this award that they gave to the last player picked in the 12th round of the NFL draft. And it was this one guy that got picked by the Washington Redskins in the 12th round, last player picked on the last day of the NFL draft, and they gave him the title of Mr. Irrelevant. And it's like, in a way, I've done that almost as a way to rebel against being relevant because I see just how quickly people will forget about your ass. I mean, I, I hate to use this example, but it's sort of like, you know, when my dad and my grandmother, God rest her soul, in Detroit, when they got sick before they passed on, you know, I would still go to see them. And it was a challenge for me to go to see them at times. I'm not going to lie. When you see somebody that you love just suffering and in, in great amounts of pain, it's like, what the fuck, man? You know? And then being in a nursing home where those people don't really give two farts about them. That, you know what I'm saying? Most of them don't anyway. That's all the more reason that I'm driven to have a breakthrough when it comes to money and wealth creation and generational wealth. Because to me... um, this is kind of a digression here. But to me, it's important that ideally you have enough money to where the people in your life, you can let them die at home with some dignity, you know, around people that love and care about them. You know, you can hire a nurse to come in and check on them for hours at a time throughout the course of the day and not miss the not miss the money. In addition to the family just checking in and, you know, you know, I remember when I was young, I saw my great grandmother uh, before she passed. I think I was, I don't know, three or four years of age. And I was actually scared of her. I remember seeing her in the bed, you know, because she was at that point where she was close to the end of life. And she just wanted to see her grandson, you know, her great grandson. Wanted to hug me and kiss me and all of that. But I was actually afraid of her. It was almost like her being in that bed just. I don't know, something about it just kind of triggered something in me or whatever. But um, uh, I guess the point I'm really speaking to is that sometimes even if you have a setup like that, the people in your family still may not come by and see the relative that's, you know, maybe, you know, in the last few years or last few months of their life. People forget about you. That's where I was going with that, you know you can become irrelevant even within your own family. And I remember one of my cousins said something, and it made sense. He said, truthfully, man, I don't want to see 
my aunt, your grandmother, in the condition that she's in now, I want to remember her how I used to see her, vibrant, full of life, walking, talking, and just living her life and, and just being a, the joy that she was. And they, that was his reason for not going to see her, you know. Um, and I, I got it. I really did. Because it was tough for me to see her in that situation as well. God rest her soul. Um, so, you know, I guess, you know, tying it back in is still about staying relevant. Because when you become irrelevant, which happens quite often, it seems like in this society, it's a shift that's occurred to where that whole conversation is like, you know, if you aren't posting on social media, then somehow your life went in the tank. You know, I mean, there's this couple that I follow on uh, YouTube that talk about infinite banking, uh, dividend paying whole life insurance and becoming your own banker. And they didn't post for like three months. And I was like, yo, what's up with Darius and Carmen? Uh, their channel is Wealth Nation. If you get a chance, check them out. And I was just thinking to myself, are they okay? Because yeah, they talk about being empowered in a monogamous, committed union, marriage, the covenant, at least it used to be considered to be a covenant, called marriage. And they're great together. And the content is absolutely game changer, showing a game changer, showing you how you can use IBC, infinite banking, infinite banking concept to buy cars, to pay off high interest rate credit cards. I mean, the content is just spot on. <clears throat> and then I don't see them for a week. I don't see them for a couple weeks. I don't see them for a month and then two months. And I'm like, damn, what happened? Did they lose all their money? I hate to say it, but that's literally what was there. And I, in a sense, I don't think I'm different than a lot of people because especially in this day and time with so much of a focus on your presence on social media, which is still bullshit because you have a lot of people that never post on social media, don't even have a social media account, and they're doing incredibly well in life. So it's, it's actually bullshit, really. Um, but the main point is, is that my mind went to, did Darius and Carmen get divorced? Did he cheat on her? I mean, it's like, what the fuck? Where's this shit coming from? Am I the only one? Feel free to let me know if I can get this message thing up. Send me a message to let me know <laughs> if that's how it occurs for you sometimes. You don't see people on social media that you follow. You start to wonder, are they okay that, you know, that they lose everything, that they get taken out? What happened, you know? And they didn't post anything like little clip or short video saying, hey, we're taking a break from social media. Uh, we want to spend some time with our daughter. And that's literally what it ended up being. Their daughter, daughter I guess, was having some health issues. And so they're like, screw this, you know, we're going family first. So we're going to make sure our daughter's good before we come back. And when I saw one of their first YouTube videos after they came back, that was literally one of the things that Carmen mentioned was staying relevant. And that whole podcast, when they came back was about, we want your feedback to find out what makes the difference for you. What would you like to see us post more of? What would you like to see us talk more about when it comes to our podcast and infinite banking? What, what are we doing that works for you? What are we doing that doesn't work for you? 
You know, it was a discovery conversation. And, and it was largely rooted in, we want to stay relevant. You know, because people will, using that analogy of like my pops and my grandmother, they will forget about your ass, whether it's intentionally uh, or not, they will forget. And especially in this day and time when people seem to have such a short attention span, goodness gracious, to be able to keep people's attention and keep them coming back for your content, that's a job in and of itself. And that's a part of why. I hadn't been consistent with all these different social media channels. You can even add TikTok to that now. I, I still haven't even figured out how, how to post a damn video on TikTok. Um, it's, it's as bad as that is. It doesn't seem to be obvious to me. I've tried different things. I'm like, well, why is it not posting? So anyway, but the main thing is, is that as I continue to work on my life, what works, what does. And even as I look at my podcast that I posted, I'm going to listen to some of my other content and see if I want to keep some of those uh, those videos up there. Because some of the shit that I've shared on here, you know, good of it, really, good lot of it, has been pretty raw. You know, and that's just, like I said, that's the world and how it occurs to me. So I don't necessarily even know that I'll delete some of it. And I still haven't figured out how to edit. You know, you can edit your content here on Anchor and stuff like that. And I think you can even do that on YouTube now. I haven't figured out how to do the editing thing. And it's probably not difficult. But again, technology, I've had a challenging relationship with technology. I'll put it that way. So I'm working on having a breakthrough there and getting more proficient with it. Whether that's watching YouTube videos on how to be better at it or possibly going back to your local community college and taking some courses or whatever. Um, just so I can make it work for me because time is our most precious resource. And when you're posting on these social media apps and channels and stuff like that, it, it's, it's a time factor. And if, and if it's inefficient, then it ends up being frustrating. It's like even when I have my uh, Android phone and then I switched over to the iPhone, I'm thinking it's going to be the same way to post on Instagram. Instagram is the one platform I've had the most success with in terms of interaction with the people that follow me and people really acknowledging and liking the things that I post, you know, because truthfully, yeah, we could say we're not on here for your likes. And I get that conversation because some people genuinely aren't. Um, truthfully, like my Twitter channel, I don't care who likes it or who doesn't. Most people don't because nobody follows me on Twitter because a lot of my shit on Twitter is it's like raw, you know, uh, it's, you know, Facebook is real PC and people on Facebook seem like they're just more interested a lot of times in just looking at what you post as opposed to really interacting with you. Seems like it's just more of a straight up blatantly obvious uh, intelligence gathering device, you know, whether it's from the fucking what they say, Mark Zuckerberg is an FBI plant that created it, supposedly. And even the people that supposedly are your friends, a lot of them are just fucking gaining intel on what you like and what you don't like so they can assess or judge you as opposed to actually fucking picking up the phone and calling you and saying, hey, I saw you post this or I saw you post this and I started once to like it, but I wasn't sure what you were saying. Okay, well, okay, great. I'm glad you called to ask. And if you really like something that I post, because most of the stuff I post is positive and 
and, and about life and how to have more of it, give me a like here or there. You know, I mean, let's be real about it. That's basically what we're in the game for. Because truthfully, when people see you getting likes, that means from their mind, you know, it means somebody's validated this person as being an authority. Somebody has valid validated this person as being legit. So, okay, so I'll co-sign on it. I hate to say it, but it's a sheeple mentality. It's not a forward-thinking mindset. It's not a leadership mindset. A leader will just, if he sees something that he likes and he approves of, he don't give a shit if any of his friends co-sign on what he likes in terms of what somebody else posted. He's going to like their status, and he's going to have dialogue with them, acknowledging them for what they posted. And if it's some shit that he don't care about, he probably just will ignore it and keep it moving. I know that's how I am. So basically, I'm describing myself is what I'm saying. But, um, you know, ultimately, I guess that's the thing. It's like when I just to finish that story about the phone. So I switched from the Android to the iPhone and I was like thinking that the way I upload videos or or uh, stat, uh, post things to post on Instagram was going to be the same way. And it's not. The way it shows up on my phone is kind of weird. And then when I type in the hashtags and when I type in any any words that I might have, it gets overlapped when I finally hit the post button by the success logo that pops up with this exclamation point at the end of it. And it's like, what the hell is that? It's, it's just so it's like if you're not that mo if you're not that proficient with this technology stuff, that in and of itself ends up being something that interferes with one's ability to post on a regular basis, to post at the same time. So you can actually get the traction that you're seeking to get more subscribers, you know, to be a contribution to people with the powerful information that you're sharing, because that's my whole focus. I'm on here to share stuff that gets people to think and say, hey, how can we have life and have it more abundantly? Regardless of who we are, what we look like, sexual orientation, religious affiliation, you name it. It's like, how can we have our best life and how can we have it now? That's what all my fucking platforms are about. All of them are about that. Even if you don't like some of the things that I post. You know, we can have a, a conversation about it. Let's do a, a clubhouse uh, chat about it. You know what I'm saying? Me and my uh, friend Khadijah about to start doing these clubhouse chats for men and women in relationships. That's like one of the most confronting conversations I could ever be in. And at the same time, I feel like that's the conversation I am driven, damn near obsessed with having discussions around because a large part of what I see is what occurs to me, unfortunately, in many ways, as a high level of unworkability when it comes to men and women and intimate sexual relationships slash marriage you know it's like what happened i know it wasn't perfect back in the 40s and 50s and you know but i'll be willing to bet the statistics were greater in the percentage of people having marriages that lasted you know until death do them part you know what happened so between that and the conversation around economics and finance those are i mean most people know me for health and nutrition and truthfully, the conversation around relationships between men and women and finances, money, and how to have life and have it more abundantly by having a nice financial nest egg are the two conversations 
I'm actually more obsessed with than anything. Because to me, those things drive your desire to take care of your health or not. If you're in a healthy relationship, you're going to be more inclined to take care of your, your health. If you got a good financial statement, you're going to be more inclined as a man, in particular, just speaking as a man, you'll be a hell of a lot more confident and you'll better be able to represent your last name powerfully, proudly out in the world. And then your woman is going to co-sign on that if you have one to where she's like, that's my man, because you showing up in your divine masculine. That's what she wants. That's what she's attracted to. And for a man, that's directly tied to his damn financial statement. And if his finances are fucked up, he's fucked up, as my brother would say, or my as my brother says. So to be relevant is to have systems. And I guess what's there for me as I finish this up is just to get present to how important it is from think about that movie I saw the founder about Ray Kroc and the McDonald's brothers. Ray Kroc was just a ruthless businessman and the McDonald's brothers were good businessmen, but they were just too nice and too trusting. But one of the big takeaways that caused McDonald's to blow up like it did was they created a system like where the fry machine was and the hamburger station, how you prepare burgers and put them in the packages and all that shit revolutionized the McDonald's brand. If you get a chance, definitely watch that movie. And um, so for me, in order to be proficient across all these social media platforms where I'm relevant and I'm getting the feedback, I'm, my subscribers are growing, I'm having people say, hey, man, I love that video that you posted about health or about how to have better relationships with my wife because it's showing up in real time. I'm seeing a change in her because she's, I'm being the change and she's, she's responding to me being that change. And you posting that video about sex and sexuality and intimacy and how to be more connected to your partner. You know, thank you for sharing that, bro. I'm going to share your content. I'm going to share your link with everybody because you've made a difference in my life. That's what I'm on here for. And at the same time, I got to eat. So I need to get paid. So to have more subscribers and have more people following my content, that's that's the stated goal. So creating a system of workability across all these virtual social media platforms is really the next step for me. And God rest her soul, my former personal assistant, Safika, she was trying to get me there but I just wasn't ready that, I don't know, I guess that was about 10 years ago now. Was that that long? That was probably about eight years ago when I met her. And she was she she saw it. She saw what I had to offer and she was willing to help me create the, the hair oil product that helps your hair to grow back. And, you know, she did the breakdown on the pricing and, and the putting the labels on there and the whole deal, you know. And she was going to help me with growing my message and getting it out into the world. But I was resisting because I didn't want to get into products at that time. And I didn't know that I wanted to be put my I didn't know that I wanted to put myself out there, you know. And this is a great woman that was willing to just be there for me and help me to grow this thing and blow it up like never before. And I missed a golden opportunity. God rest her soul. I'm 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 really thinking that. Uh, 
I need to get another virtual assistant or personal assistant at some point. And at the same time, that hair oil product, have that be one of my five plant-based supplements that I come out with here in the next year or so. And possibly as a tribute to her, have her name be on the product for the hair oil. But from a legal point of view, I got to be careful with that because if the product ends up becoming incredibly successful, I don't want, I hate to say this, but her family trying to, who I don't even know, trying to get at me and say, well, that's our daughters or nieces or whatever image and likeness that we want to cut of the proceeds. I mean, this is America. I mean, I hate to say it, but you got to look at all of that shit. That's a part of why I was resistant getting out there too, even from the standpoint of health coaching, because sometimes people will just wig out on your ass, even though you did your best to make a difference for them. And you may have gotten them the result that they were looking for, but for whatever reason, they might just nut up on you, just decide to say, decide that they want to try to uh, damage your reputation or some shit. And that was a part of why I was resistant too, because what they say, 70 to 75% of the world's lawyers, possibly even a greater number than that, are in America. You know, if that doesn't tell you something about the mindset, I don't know what does. So understanding some stuff about law is important too, as you're growing your business and building your brand and having certain things in place are, are important. And, and so I'm giving all of that up in the sense of having it have to be perfect on all properly aligned. My book is coming out here pretty soon and it's time to just get it. It's time to get the information out here and to be consistent with the content. So like I said, hiring a virtual assistant at some point to help me manage my social media across all these different platforms is the next step for me so that I go from Mr. Irrelevant to relevant and having people really see and get something from the content that I share that they can add and implement into their life in a practical and pragmatic way in real time to make a difference because that's really what it's all about. It's about elevating the the quality of life of us all. And that's who I am, a lifestyle consultant, life coach, if you will, committed to sharing things that help us all to elevate and have our best life and have it now. So thanks so much, folks. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And uh, we'll see if this one actually uh, goes through this time. (laughs) So thanks so much. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.